How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the number one Raiders radio show in the world. This is the Raiders Daily. This has been a crazy day. The Raiders finally traded Khalil Mack. There was no... They couldn't do anything about it anymore. They had to trade him. They did not want to. This was not the plan at all. But Khalil Mack, he just... He's a diva, and he held the Raiders' feet to the fire, basically, and demanded a trade. His agent demanded a trade. Now, I know I know for a fact there are going to be lots of people listening to this that are going to get angry, that are, that are furious that the Raiders let Khalil Mack go, that they traded him for two number one draft picks. Great deal. I know for a fact there's going to be a lot of you upset about this, about what I have to say about it. But listen, I am only going to go off of facts, okay? That's what I'm going to do. First of all, first of all, this guy got overpaid with Chicago. He got overpaid. You do not pay a defensive player quarterback money. You just don't do it. It's, it's stupid. With all these new rules coming in, who knows how football is going to be in three years. Who knows? You might not be able to even sack a quarterback in three years. And you're going to pay a guy $141 million. You're going to give him $90 million guaranteed and $60 million at signing. His signing bonus. $141 million. That is insane to pay Cleo Mack. Here's an, I mean, just think of this. The highest paid players in the NFL. Matt Ryan, number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Matthew Stafford, number three. And then Khalil Mack. And then Khalil Mack. He's getting paid more than Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a fistful of Super Bowl rings. How many rings does Khalil Mack have? And Chicago Bears fans think, oh, we're going to win a Super Bowl now. Oh, are you? Are you really going to win a Super Bowl? Because the Raiders have had Khalil Mack since 2014, and their defense has been terrible since 2014. Another thing I just want to point out here, for all the Khalil Mack apologists, for all of the Khalil Mack fans, here's the deal. If you're a Raiders fan you got to understand something. Khalil Mack was not speaking to John Gruden. John Gruden tried to reach out to this guy more than one time, I know now, and Khalil Mack would not even take his phone call unless he got paid. He wanted to get paid before he even spoke to the coach. That's not how things should operate. You should meet your coach and then talk about getting paid. That's how it's supposed to go. Reggie McKenzie said so himself. He said he said so himself to reporters just about 20 minutes ago that he wished Khalil Mack came in and talked. But he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. That's what Reggie McKenzie said. He's on record saying, we wish we could have got Khalil in here, but he just wouldn't come in. I mean, come on now. What are you supposed to do? I understand. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from Khalil Mack. I think he is a good, I think he's a great player. Do I think he's the best? No. 
In fact, since coming into the league, he has never led the NFL in sacks. Never. He has never been the sack leader. A lot of people don't know that. In 2014, he only had, I think, four or five sacks. His best year was in 2015. That was his best year. And by the way, J.J. Watt had more sacks. But that was his best season. Then when you go to 2000 and, uh, 2016, Khalil Mack, let's see, he's ranked... He's ranked in the top 10. Well, not really, because he's tied with guys like Chandler Jones and Nick Perry and Eric Walden. They all had 11 sacks. So he's basically around 13 or 14. But he wasn't in the top five. He wasn't Vic Beasley. He wasn't Von Miller or even even uh, Lorenzo Alexander, who had 12 and a half sacks. So, I mean, this guy's never led the league. And then, of course, 2017 season, let's see. Did he lead the league in sacks? I don't think so. Not for a minute. He did not lead the league in sacks. In fact, let's see. I don't know if he was even... He wasn't in the top five. He was, he was 16th in the league with sacks. 16th. He was 16th. He had 10 and a half. Chandler Jones had 17. Khalil's Campbell. He had 14 and a half. Joey Bosa had more sacks. He had basically 13. Ryan Kerrigan had more sacks. Hell, Terrell Suggs had more sacks than Khalil Mack last season. If anything, Khalil Mack's numbers have been dipping. He had one good year, and then they dipped. So that's the truth. I mean, these are facts. These are stats. This, they don't lie. One player on your team, one player, does not make your whole team great. You need to have the money to get multiple good players. And you cannot deny that with Khalil Mack, the Raiders' defense has sucked with Cleo Mack. He is a game disruptor. There's no doubt about it. But he's not a game changer. In fact, in 2016, when the Raiders won 12 games, every single game, Derek Carr had to come from behind and win the game. Why? Because the defense was so terrible, they let opposing teams walk down the field and score touchdowns, and Derek Carr had to dig them out of a hole. And then when Derek Carr gets injured, there's no Derek Carr. That's when Cleo Mack has to step up and be a game changer in the playoffs against the Houston Texans, a team that's not even that good. What did Cleo Mack do in that game? What did he do? Did he win the game for the Raiders? Was he a game changer? No. None of that happened. He didn't even get a sack in that game. He did nothing. So before all this talk of, oh my goodness, the sky is falling and how dare the Raiders trade Cleo Mack. I understand. I wouldn't have done it. But at the same time, I'm not there. And at the same time, when Cleo Mack is not answering your head coach when he's calling you, 
when Cleo Mack is saying, I don't want to play for you unless you pay me this outrageous money, which is quarterback money, and the Raiders already have a franchise quarterback, what are you supposed to do? Now, most people say, oh, just pay him. Well, then that's going to tie up more than 30% of your salary cap. Then what are you going to do? All the players the Raiders have right now are on one-year deals. How are you going to pay a Bruce Irvin when he wants money? What about an Amari Cooper, if they even pay him? I mean, what about free agency next year? They wouldn't be able to do anything. Why? Because they would just have Cleo Mack and Derek Carr and have to get you know, these cheap guys everywhere, and they'll never win doing that. You just won't win. Teams do not win when you overpay a quarterback and overpay a defensive player. I mean, look at the Houston Texans. They did it. They paid Brock Oswar a whole bunch of money, and then they paid J.J. Watt. Where did that get them? Every time a team overpays a player, it never works out. Look at Sue and Miami and Miami Dolphins. They paid him a ton of money. They had no other money to do anything else. How did that work out for them? They got rid of them. They cut bait with the guy. It was a disaster. And all these Chicago Bears fans that think somehow a team, by the way, Chicago Bears won, I think, six games last year. They think, oh, Cleo Mack's going to be there. We're going to go to the Super Bowl now. Yeah, right. Good luck with that. Good luck beating the Packers. It's not going to happen. Cleo Mack isn't going by himself. He's not going to win you many games. And I know he's made plays. I, I, already, I can already hear the arguments. But he made plays. I remember when he made this guy fumble. But without Derek Carr, without... Derek Carr, how many games did Khalil Mack win? The answer is zero. One player does not change the entire team. You need a good quarterback, and you cannot pay Khalil Mack what he wanted and what he demanded. And remember this, Raider fans, before you get all, oh, I love Mack and I hate Gruden, Khalil Mack did not want to be a Raider anymore, and that's a fact. So get used to it. He's gone. He did not want to be a Raider. He would not talk to John Gruden. Hell, he he wouldn't even go there. Reggie McKenzie said it today. You can go look at it. It's on Twitter. It's on my Facebook. It's on everywhere you want to look. Reggie McKenzie states it pretty clearly that Khalil Mack just wouldn't show up. Just want to talk to him. The only time they wanted to talk is when the Raiders finally gave up and said, fine, we'll trade you. Now, I know there's probably a clause in both of their contracts, in Kuala Mack's contract and the Raiders, for this trade, that they can't say anything bad about each other. I, I guarantee you there is. But Reggie McKenzie did say a few things. But, you know, of course, he was... He wished Cleo Mack the best, says he likes Cleo Mack, blah, blah, blah. But he threw in things like Cleo Mack when I come here and stuff like that. So anyways, that's all I really got on the Cleo Mack stuff. It's a shame he's gone. I wish the Raiders could have kept him and franchise tagged him next season. I do. I think he's a good player. Like I said, 
I, it's not like I'm calling the guy trash. I think he's a good player. I just don't think Khalil Mack by himself, if you paid him that much money, I just think you would be screwed. This team needs a lot of help. Look at the secondary for crying out loud. We're going to go over the cuts, but let me just tell you, right now, Reggie Nelson is in that secondary for crying out loud. Okay? This team needs a lot of help in the future. They got two first-round picks out of it. This is the best they were going to do. No other team was offering that. Now, when, when Reggie McKenzie says, oh, there's tons of teams calling, that's not true. I know for a fact that's not true. There was about two or three teams that were willing to pay Kyle Mack that money. That's the God's honest truth. So when he says half the league was calling, yeah, half the league was calling to see if the reports were true, but teams that were would actually pay Kyle Mack, it was like two teams. That's the truth. But anyways, let's get to um, the Raiders cuts because that kind of got underscored by with the whole Khalil Mack nonsense today. And uh, like I said, I have really nothing else to add with that. I said what I think, and uh, I know some of you guys will be upset by it, but I don't really care. I think Khalil Mack's a good player, but I would never have paid him that money. I would not have just completely tied up your salary cap for years to come. It's just stupid. It's bad business. So let's go over the cuts the Raiders made today. Not a ton of surprising ones, um, but uh, this is very uh, newsworthy. Chris Warren, a guy that, as you know, I liked him a lot in preseason. Well, the Raiders are not going to have him this season. He He's going for knee surgery, so he's out for the year. Maybe next year, right? But uh, that's a shame. Also, the Raiders cut E.J. Manuel, and they cut Connor Cook. They bring in A.J. McCarron. Another weird move, but that's what happened. Uh, as far as the other cuts, uh, notable names, I guess I'll just read them all to you. Uh, Connor Flagle, sorry, never heard of him. Uh, Jarrell Carter, Atwan Davis, Paul Butler. By the way, Paul Butler, the Raiders are hoping... Clears waivers, and he will be on the practice squad. Uh, Dalian Levitt, James Butler, Rayshon Pringle, um, Ryan Yorichek, Shakir Soto, Farah Brown, Quincy Mogger, Azeem Victor. That didn't work out, but maybe he'll land on a practice squad. The Raiders did trade Shalom Luani. They got a seventh-round pick for him. They were going to cut him anyways, so they won on that one. Um... So there goes Luani's time with the Raiders. He wasn't really playing well anyways. Gabe Wright, Isaac Whitney, we all knew his time was up. Denver Kirkland, uh, yeah, he just never played up to his potential this offseason. Marcus Baugh, James Kowser gets released. A lot of people thought maybe he would make it, maybe make it on special teams. There was a good chance he was on a bubble, but no, he sucks. He's always around the ball, just not making the, the, the tackles. Um, so anyways, Antonio Hamilton knew he was gone. Ode Abushi, if that's how you say his name, he's cut. Marcel Aitman gets released. That was surprising to me, considering, guys, Martavis Bryant 
is gone. That's right. The Raiders released Martavis Bryant. Why? Well, it all starts with this guy would not get out there and practice. And John Gruden was pissed. He was mad the entire offseason. I spoke to a few people and I kind of saw this coming. Because John Gruden was not happy with Martavis Bryant not showing up, never practicing. He wasn't really grasping the playbook at all. It seemed like he didn't really care. And now he might be in trouble because remember that failed drug test thing? Well, that's coming back. Something went on there. Something went on there. This guy may be suspended and suspended for a long time. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, it was just surprising they got rid of Marcel Aitman because, you know, you get rid of Bryant, you look at that wide receiver, ugh, that wide receiver depth chart, it looks kind of weak now. Uh, Jordan Simmons released, Jalen Ware, no surprise there. Mario Edwards Jr., he gets cut after the Raiders tried to trade this guy. They've been trying to trade Mario Edwards Jr. since the draft. They tried all day yesterday. They tried all the way up to 4 o'clock today. They could not get rid of this guy. They couldn't get rid of him. I think because a lot of GMs around the National Football League maybe knew the Raiders were going to cut him anyways, but it makes you wonder, why would the Seahawks give a seventh-round pick for Luwani when the Raiders were going to cut him no matter what, but the Raiders couldn't get nothing for a second-round pick? But anyways, Mario Edwards Jr., uh, coaches called him lazy, um, you know, lazy, just his work ethic was terrible. So he was bound to get cut. I'm surprised he even lasted this long. Um, Connor Cook gets cut. It's the end of the Connor Cook era. Uh, I already talked about Martavis Bryant. Uh, Cameron Hunt. Um, Hunt. Uh, Jason Kabita gets released. A lot of people thought he was going to maybe make it, but he gets cut. He might get placed on a practice squad. Sharice Wright gets cut. I know John Gruden liked him a lot, so that one kind of surprised me. I thought they were going to keep him. I really do. Even though he's old and I think he's terrible, John Gruden kept saying good things about him. Uh, Dexter McDonald, I think I already told you this before. I knew he was getting cut. EJ Manuel, like I went over. And by the way, uh, Eddie Vanderdose will start off the season on a pup list. He's probably not going to play much this season anyways. And uh, Eddie Pinero, their kicker, looks like they're going to have to go with Nugent unless they get someone else. So those are all the cuts. Like I said, uh, only, I would really say, eight men and Connor Cook and EJ Manuel, both of them being released is a surprise. I thought only one would. And yeah, and that's really it as far as guys that I'm shocked about being cut. Um, like really shocked. Sharice Wright, you know, I'm not completely shocked, but it's just Gruden said good things. That's all. So, yeah, so the Raiders are going to go in. Uh, they, they, remember, with the guys they have now, like Shirley Calhoun, he made the team. Um, a lot of guys made the team. Leon Hall and Reggie Nelson, for crying out loud, made the team. But remember, a lot of guys got cut today. 
And that's, uh, we're going to do a whole another show about that. Um, maybe we'll do that in a few days. Because I have a feeling the Raiders are going to pick up some players. Because when the Raiders did get rid of Cleo Mack, they also got $28 million. They got $28 million they can spend right now. And a lot of good players got cut today. There was a lot of good talent out there that the Raiders can go get and make their team instantly better. Now, I know it's late. It's probably not going to help them week one, but but by week two, it should help them. But there's a lot of guys. So even the guys that are safe, like a Keon Hatcher, for example, there's a lot of good wide receivers that got, that got cut today. A lot, at least four, are pretty good pretty good wide receivers. Better than Keon Hatcher. So it may suck for a Keon Hatcher or, say, a Shirley Calhoun. Because if the Raiders sign someone, they're going to have to go to that player after telling that player they're safe and then say, hey, you're cut. So, but that's part of the business, but that's, that really does suck. You think you made the team and all of a sudden a day later or two days later, you find out you're off the team. So watch out for that. The Raiders could be making some moves here. Um, John Gruden's not really happy with the roster. I, I know this for a fact. When he came in, he wanted to retool the roster. That's the word that he was telling people. He's re, he's definitely rebuilding. At the same time, I think he hopes the offense is good enough that they can win some football games. And you never know. You never know. Because it's 2018. We just saw the Eagles, which was all offense in the Super Bowl, win it with the offense. They had a good defense, but, I mean, let, let's be honest here. The offense won that Super Bowl. Tom Brady threw 500 yards off that Eagles defense. But Nick Foles just kept throwing touchdown passes. And eventually they won the game. So, you know, the Raiders, they got to get better. They got a lot of older players there. A lot of guys on one-year deals. And trust me, when the dra- all you guys that are upset about the Khalil Mack thing, I know you're probably really upset with me right now, but you'll get over it. You're all upset right now, but when the draft comes up next year and the Raiders have two picks in that draft and the first round, they have their their own pick and another pick. I guarantee you, you're not going to be thinking too much about Khalil Mack anymore. You're going to be thinking, oh my goodness, this is awesome. And if the Raiders had a bad year, let's say the Raiders and the Bears had a bad year. Can you imagine if the Raiders had the third pick in the first round and, let's say, the fifth pick or something like that, that would be amazing. You get two players in the top ten, that's a win-win right there. Then the following year, you get another first-round pick and your pick. So, I mean, if I'm the Raiders, I wouldn't pass this up either. Cleo Mack did not want to be with the Raiders. The Raiders were not going to pay him quarterback money. Like I said, that is a crazy amount of money to pay someone. They weren't going to tie up their salary cap. Not John Gruden, not a fan of that. And I should say this, John Gruden was not happy. He, he thought it, 
It was diva behavior. Not to meet with your coach. Now, I know there's players on the team that may be friends with Khalil Mack, but I think fans think they're a lot closer than they really are. I think fans think that Derek Carr hangs out with Khalil Mack all day. Do you know how Derek Carr found out about Khalil Mack going to Chicago? It was from Twitter. Do you know how Bruce Irvin found out that Khalil Mack was going to Chicago? It was from Twitter. So if these guys were such great friends, don't you think they would know instead of reading it on Twitter? So that just goes to show you how fake and phony those those friendships are on a team. Khalil Mack was in business for himself, not the team. Khalil Mack, he, he wouldn't play for $14 million, people. He was going to get paid $14 million and then probably get a contract, by the way. And he wouldn't do it. He didn't want to be a Raider anymore. So if you got it, I mean, you got to get it through your head. If you have a Khalil Mack jersey and you're so mad at hearing me right now, I hate to break the news to you, but he did not want to be a Raider. And John Gruden prides himself on bringing in guys that want to be Raiders. Khalil Mack just wanted the money. That's the end. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry Khalil Mack's gone, but not really. Great player. You know my thoughts. I just told you. But uh, anyways, thank you for listening. We're going to be back in a few days because there's going to be, uh, we're going to do a preview show for the game against the Rams. We'll see what happens. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, people, if the Raiders defeat the Rams? No one's picking the Raiders to win this game. No one. Can you imagine if Arden Key goes out there and gets three sacks? Bruce Irving gets three sacks. The Raiders beat the Rams. John Gruden is going to walk off that field with two middle fingers up and say, I shocked the world, baby. I was right. But, or the Raiders could lose and people will say, oh, it was because they didn't have Cleo Mack, which isn't true. But, Either way, it's going to be a big game for John Gruden and the Raiders. And trust me, this is going to make John Gruden want to prepare even more for this game. Because he's going to want to win to show the world that he can win without Cleo Mack. Trust me on this. All right, everyone. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the Raiders Daily. Sorry about Cleo Mack. But it is what it is. I will see you in a few days.